According to ProSci Change Management Research, the lack of an executive sponsor uh, is the primary obstacle to project success. And according to my research and Harvard Business Research, over 60% of change initiatives fail or uh, do not uh, yield the intended organizational benefit uh, for the company making the change. And so in today's uh, podcast, we'll talk about ProSci best practices, my best practices on driving change through uh, active and visible uh, sponsorship. Welcome to Change Hero. I'm Matthew Smart, your host, and this is a new podcast aimed to provide best practices, change management tips, research tools from myself, a certified change management expert and other change management experts that I plan to interview as a part of the show. And I, I like to have fun with change management. I think that there's no reason that you can't do it well, have fun with it. And so I use superheroes a lot of times as a theme in different change management communications and uh, graphics. And uh, my elevator speech, in fact, is uh, my role is to help people find their superpowers through change, to take the pain out of transition for companies. And so that's the idea behind this podcast, how to be a change hero. And uh, a little background about me, 15 years experience doing uh, corporate learning and development. That's where I started. Uh, then graduating to doing organizational change from an organizational development, culture change, leadership programs, HR transformation uh, perspective, a little bit of org design, uh, as well as uh, working to do uh, massive uh, large scale change of IT ERP type integrations for some a lot of years for supply chain management. I've done some Sabre systems, SAP, Salesforce, Workday, those types of implementations, as well as platform consolidation where you're taking a lot of different systems and processes and trying to get everybody on the same page. Uh, I'm working currently, I got this idea to do the podcast. I'm working currently as a change management advisor uh, for a client. Uh, I will uh, protect the names of the innocent, but I thought I got this idea to do this podcast because I thought, um, you know, a lot of this information's in my head. I try to explain it to them. I put slides together and infographics. That's something I like to make. I think it's an effective tool. Uh, and I will share a lot of those infographics and tools with this podcast. So you'll have something to read and, and, and look at and follow along with as I'm sort of guiding you through the process. I got the idea for the podcast because I thought, well, uh, maybe it'd be helpful for him to listen to it afterwards as a helpful tool in preparing for these meetings and uh, to guiding change because my role in that, uh, you know, in that capacity is as, as, as an advisor, uh, you know, is to guide him and to make him look good as I talked to him about when we started working together. Uh, he, he was being uh, hammered on a little bit in, in the project management uh, meetings because they felt that change management was in the red or the yellow of project status and that he wasn't doing his role as far as, as being the change manager manager. And so I was hired to shut them up 
in a sense, to give him the information, the tools, the best practices, uh, the plan. We're using uh, ADCAR, ProSize model, and now uh, they are not pestering him anymore. So I think already we've reached our first objective together in giving him the confidence to uh, lead this change in the organization, to set the change strategy, to communicate an OCM plan, and to uh, quiet the project management office that was reporting weekly in a negative capacity about the change management efforts. So let's start from the beginning. And, and the, the idea behind this podcast is I wanted him to listen to it and get more information about the importance of having an executive sponsor, a change sponsor through the life of the project that sets the tone uh, for the change. And I wanted to go through this infographic that I've created for him and you'll have it as well and I'll remove the company name uh, and identifying information but I wanted to get give him my background my thoughts on this my experience and guide him through what it looks like when you sit down with an executive change sponsor and show them uh, you know and demonstrate for them why it's so important for them to stay actively uh, visible through the life of the project so let's pull up that infographic and dive in. So if you pull up my infographic and you can uh, view this at my website, Get Smarter, like Get Smart, the private investigator, because my last name is Smart, Get Smarter Consultants, plural.com, Get Smarter Consultant was already taken. Um, and I'll put the uh, link to the podcast there and the infographics. So let's start from the top, driving change through executive sponsor. And the, and the infographic says, this is uh, what I wrote here, executives and senior sponsors play an essential role in time of change. An organization looks to its leaders to be visible sponsors of change and to demonstrate why, demonstrate why change is necessary. And senior leaders provide the authority and credibility necessary for successful change. Some of that's my wording. Some of that's from ProSci uh, research that I've pulled from different slides and articles. I'll try to put it to get into one infographic. So yeah, I'm not going to cite every line that's mine or theirs. I did put links to the articles in the infographic you can reference. Um, so the number one ABCs of sponsorship. I like that what ProSci, the way that they put this together. And that is that, that a sponsor needs to actively invisibly participate throughout the life of the project, build a coalition of sponsorship, and communicate and support uh, and promote the change. Um, and, you know, I had referenced this in the introduction to the podcast. The number one risk at a project is to not have an actively engaged senior sponsor. Um, and, I, you know, it's funny. I'm not sure... I've never worked on a project where I didn't have an executive change sponsor flake on the project. I've never had them just completely be the model sponsor. We're actively throughout the project without having to be prompted and coached and nagged. Hey, I need you to communicate about this change. I need you to be more visible for the project. That's just never happened. And I don't know why that is. Um, I had recently talked to my girlfriend who's a senior executive uh, administrative assistant and she said you know they definitely get bored uh that was her her thought was that the senior executive gets gets bored with the change i mean it's 
it can be a year, it can be 15 months, it could be two years, it could be a long time. They want to do other stuff. They don't want to keep talking about it. And that's why they they uh, kind of grow quiet. Uh, and that's that's really damaging to the project because employees, uh, you know, they take the lead from the executive sponsor to continue to quote pro-sci. You know, employees want to hear about the business, important goals, objectives, about the future, about the business. They want to hear that from the company executives. And they want to hear about, you know, hey, this is what's going to really directly impact my job and how I do it, how I make the change from their manager. So they look to the leader to set the lead. And, you know, when you get into change and you have that transitional period, which is the most disruptive, which is why employees resist change often, not because of the actual change, but because of that transitional period that can be tumultuous for an organization. Uh, when the employees are frustrated, when they don't want to do it, when they're pushing back on the change, a senior sponsor can wipe a lot of that away just by communicating actively throughout the project, you know, through email, town halls, roadshows, continuing to allude to the project, reinforcing key milestones, uh, you know, thanking employees for their hard work, calling out uh, change leaders, change ambassadors, change agents. Uh, you know, and, and constantly reinforcing, this is why we need to do this. This is the risk of not doing this. This is what the future looks like. One thing that I've done with senior executives and coaching them through change and communicating that to employees is talking about the uh, human action model. Uh, and I, I, I can't remember the name of the econ economist uh, that made this. It's on the tip of my tongue, but the human action model is sort of a three-step process. And that is that you have to create a sense of uncomfort, disease with the employee or the person that you want to change. That, the, hey, this, this situation is unacceptable as is, it has to change. You have to um, present a belief that they can change uh, and have a desire uh, and, you know, drive them to change through painting a, a picture of what the future looks like, a future state. So uh, say, hey, the change is uncomfortable that, you know, this current situation can't last. Uh, identify, creating that awareness that they have a discomfort with the current state, uh, presenting a, a better idea in their mind, a future state, what that looks like and giving them the belief that they can make that change. And according to that theory, the human action model, and I'm probably uh, messing it up a little bit, but I think you get the idea. The, the senior executive has to present into the employee's mind that there is a future state and that they can reach the future state. Uh, and that's, I think, is important to uh, really, uh, you know, gives you an overarching theme and structure for the communications, which is about that, that the C part of ABCs of sponsorship, communicating and supporting, promoting the change throughout. And one thing that I've found really effective in working at change projects uh, for communications, a lot of times I will write the communications for the senior sponsor and I will use creative multimedia, infographics, themes, slides. You know, I try to write it in the tone of an executive and I might look at their previous communications and what things that they've put out. Uh, and then a lot of times they're much more willing when they see something that's a little bit sexy and and uh, engaging and looks very it's going to make them look good 
uh, and it's going to follow the tone of the way they communicate. A lot of times they're willing to sign off on that. That's one way I can get a senior sponsor to actively, you know, communicate throughout the life of the project. Uh, they like doing that, especially around reinforcement communications. I've done things like recognizing key milestones and people in the company that they typically enjoy that. That's another little tip uh, that you could do uh, to get them to communicate for the change. But I will say that I have, especially with the pandemic right now, uh, I have struggled at times to get uh, senior sponsors to communicate beyond email or infographics or slides. And I think that's important as well, not to lose a human touch, especially if you have a senior sponsor that is charismatic in the way that they, uh, you know, communicate with employees, reminding them that they don't want to lose a human touch uh, throughout the project. And the last part I want to talk about is building a coalition of sponsorship. This requires, you know, not only the senior sponsor communicating the change, but you have to have senior sponsors, a steering committee that's willing to participate throughout the change, uh, that's willing to engage, help break down barriers in the organization, help to build uh, committees, change uh, networks, you know, helping to, to communicate the expectations to the organization. So that could be, for example, you have a CEO as the senior sponsor for the change, and he's gonna be the 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 go the show pony for the change is going to be the one that's the the figurehead and communicating that but then you might have a vp of of it you may have a hr uh hr leader uh you know you may have an operations leader and these are still senior executives that are maybe co-sponsors or on the steering committee they're part of the change and a lot of times you know they they may resist the change they may not want to do it uh and the the senior sponsor change has to build a coalition and community expectations. I expect you to be part of this change to support it and help to operationalize it throughout the organization. In the next section of the, in the section number two of the infographic here, I have actively and visibly participating throughout the project. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Sponsors can't disappear once they have attended the kickoff meeting for a project. I see that a lot. It's the flavor of the month. Their sustained presence is necessary to build and maintain momentum for change. And, uh, you know, based on a sponsor checklist that ProSci has provided, I, uh, I'll provide the link in the infographic and some of my own uh, experience, uh, five key things that they need to do uh, to stay active and visible throughout the project. Uh, you know, allocating the necessary funding and resources to support the change. That's really critical. Uh, you know, not just in hiring a change manager or, or allocating the person to do that, but the funding that might need to be done, the tools, you know, if it's a uh, certification for uh, people that need that change expertise or, or software technology, you know, and, and letting, giving the employees the time to do the change, especially if you're doing it internally and you're just using existing resources. It's not fair to have that employee be responsible for all their jobs on top of managing the change. That's one of those, that's a recipe for failure. That's a recipe for 
uh, a failed change initiative is to you know use an existing employee that is already overloaded with work they're not going to be interested in doing it and they're not going to want to want to they're not going to be effective um participating in change activities town halls change workshops you know they, it's really great especially if you're doing some type of training workshop like say a managing transition workshop or an embracing change workshop the senior sponsor doesn't have to be there for the whole thing but just giving a five minute talk at the beginning to kick it off and how important it is and how they're glad they're there and how they support them in this change and want to give them the resources that's really critical to set the tone and if it can't be the senior sponsor one of those coalition uh figureheads that the organization you know the senior sponsor has set aside for that dealing res- with resistance in the organization especially from senior mid-level managers it's really difficult for a change manager to overcome that um, it's much easier you know they can try and they can use the different change management methods but if you're having resistance from a from senior mid-level managers in the organization that's the job of the senior sponsor to go after that and talk to them about it and so you know as part of your process as a change manager you know you're going to identify your key stakeholders you're going to do a heat map but you want you know if you have resistance you know you can set out a strategy but you have to work with the senior sponsor they're the ones that can knock that barrier down and and that's happened to me a lot in projects where i didn't have the authority i was just a change manager I wasn't a director, I wasn't a, a senior leader, uh, and that prevented me from being able to successfully overcome the resistance from those senior to mid-level managers, and especially when I had a weak senior sponsor. So in that initial uh, conversation you're having with your senior sponsor and setting expectations, you know, this uh, change manager that I'm coaching as a part of an advisory role, he's using this infographic and sitting down and setting the tone. This is what this is what a change sponsor looks like and and citing the research rather than hey this is just what i think citing the change management research uh, can be very effective and i've quoted prosci as well as harvard business research for that um, celebrating successes even small short-term successes absolutely critical it builds momentum support for the change and, and sponsors play a key role in publicly recognizing employees and privately as well, because some people don't like public recognition. And a lot of times the great thing to do is in town halls to do that. Um, I make uh, certificates for people that have completed maybe a change acumen workshop I've put together or a change re- resilience workshop, ambassadors that have pro- uh, participated in the program. If you can put the senior sponsor's signature on there, uh, that's great. You know, as well as creating communications. Uh, one example is I was working with uh, an organization and one of their values was people who make a difference. And so uh, I wrote a communication um, called recognizing the people who make a difference and acknowledge key milestones and and you know the success that they had done through the pandemic in launching a platform as well as communicating future milestones and wrote that like i said earlier in the in the tone of a senior leader they were happy to get behind that and send that out so that's really uh, helps build and sustain momentum throughout the change uh, and setting clear priorities regarding the change, other initiatives, day-to-day work, you know, sponsors that, you know, 
influence those priorities, you know, in the way they say, you know, I expect you to do X, Y, and Z, but through their behaviors, their actions and communications. And you think about it, if the change sponsor, this is what I think a lot of them don't realize. And as a, as a change manager, you can communicate with them. If the employees see the senior sponsor lose interest in the change and not communicate uh, the change, then that sets the tone. They say, well, if the senior sponsor doesn't care about the change, why should I? And that's really critical. Section three of my infographic, build a coalition of sponsorship and in uh, alignment with pro-sci best practices. I've talked a lot about this already. I'm not going to uh, talk too much about it, but uh, in the infographic says participants state the need for primary sponsor to take a lead in building and maintaining a holy, healthy coalition uh, that support the change. And that's from ProSci Research. So they, you know, the thing I highlighted here, the senior sponsors, they have to inspire desire to change through that coalition building, addressing resistance from mid-level managers. They have to enlist a, a diverse set of perspectives. So, uh, you know, this is some, you know, not just senior executives, but people that represent all areas of the business and have that, you know, expertise that they're going to represent all employees. They have to mobilize them, uh, you know, and that might be through having a regular steering committee, uh, you know, communicating the change uh, through, you know, meetings, communications. Uh, coaching conversations with these, uh, you know, uh, this coalition that they have, uh, you know, and, and you can provide guidance to that senior sponsor and helping them to, uh, you know, coach those those senior sponsors uh, using the ADCAR model to coach and address barrier points with the, with the employees, you know, as well as, uh, you know, maybe building it into your leadership programs or tying it to your leadership competencies. So, you know, a lot of times leadership competencies have change leadership, uh, you know, or some type of change management uh, expertise in the competencies. So you can, uh, you know, allude to that. The senior sponsor can allude to that in communications or coaching that this is part of your leadership program. They can make this part of their developmental uh opportunity as a leader that they need to have more change acumen change leadership acumen uh that this could be a developmental goal for one of their you know that they they need to see them uh participate and be uh, you know be one of the the change sponsors for an initiative and that that might be how they're graded on their performance that's an excellent way to get them to participate uh, throughout the life of the project you can adjust your uh, guiding principles for the company or, or our competency model. So for example, I work with a company, one of their guiding principles or values was being a disciplined entrepreneur. Uh, you know, well, a lot of times people think, well, that just means being cheap. Well, that's not really what it means. It, it can be mean financially, fiscally responsible, but it can also mean taking calculated risks. It can also mean effectively guiding employees through transition, being a disciplined entrepreneur, you know, knowing the business, being disciplined in the way that you coach employees, guiding them through transition effectively to, to minimize downtime, uh, you know, in the business. That's an excellent way 
of being a disciplined entrepreneur. So that's another way you can, you know, the, the senior sponsor can build a coalition of sponsorship as well as, you know, uh, guiding the leadership behaviors and what that looks like. That's That sets the tone in the organization. That's a way that you can create an organizational development program around leadership behaviors. And that may part of, of building a coalition of sponsors that may actually mean having them participate in a leading or guiding driving change workshop i do a lot of those for clients when i lead change and it uh ddi it has some great uh existing courses there that you can use without having to build and reinvent the wheel uh, chief global as well you know those are a couple that i have uh you know i can use off, you know off the shelf Section four of the infographic, communicating and supporting the change. Um, and I've, I've you know, used some information here from ProSci as well as how to communicate clearly during organizational change, a Harvard Business Review article and some of my own, some of my own stuff. So the three things is that if, if a employee is impacted by the change, want to hear why change is important from a leader at the very top. The number one reason for resistance, according to ProSci is the lack of awareness of why change is needed. And so a leader, when they communicate the change, the key things they need to, uh, you know, include is, you know, why, why we're making this change, why now, risks of not changing, what the current and future state looks like, and that's that human action model we talked about, and the expectations of employees throughout the change. I see that missed a lot in communications, what they're expected to do, during the change, you know, and, and, and afterwards, you know, as well as what's in it for the employees that has to come out. And that's always what's the with them. And whenever I'm working with companies and, and communicating change, that's the one they always, they all talk about the organizational benefit, but they don't actually talk about how it impacts the employees. So that's really important. And I, I had cited this earlier, 80% of employees, they want to hear about business change and strategy from a CEO, according to ProSci research or the executive leadership. So when a when a leader communicates about the change uh, regularly throughout the project, supports it, promotes it, that legitimizes the need for the change with the organization. It sets the tone from the top. People follow the leader. It sets the prioritization of the change through direct engagement with impact employees, especially in town halls, communications, coaching, um, and then providing, you know, it looks, what this looks like is pro continuing providing updates, acknowledging progress and key milestones throughout the change. One way we did this uh, recently in a, in a change initiative is we created a newsletter that was uh, monthly would share tips and tricks about the software integration that we'd gone through and then it had a leadership corner where you had uh, you know uh, change the, the executive sponsor or another person on the coalition that they would write an article and talk about you know key milestones and reinforce the change throughout different parts of the organization operationally as you sit down with the senior sponsor you can talk to them about what this looks like and 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 
talk to them and get their input. You know, hey, I can make an infographic for you every month. I can uh, create slides for you every month in your town hall. I think we could have you write, you or our other senior uh, leaders could write an article uh, on a monthly basis for this newsletter that we're doing, this e-newsletter. Uh, those are all examples, uh, you know, or you can have them record a message and put it into your e-learning and setting the, setting the tone for the, for the change. And then we have uh, the final part, five common sponsor pitfalls. I took this from ProSci, one of their uh, slide decks that I got for my certification. I thought this was really good, and I see a lot of these. Uh, so when asked to identify the biggest obstacle success, participants in the same ProSci best practices study identified lack of effective change sponsorship from senior sponsors, their primary obstacles to success and ineffective sponsorship resulted in more resistance, slower progress toward realizing the organization's desired results. So failing to remain active and visible throughout the life of the project, that's one of the, the, the cardinal sins of a change sponsor. We talked a lot about that. Underestimating the people's side of change. Uh, I, I, I encounter this a lot. A lot of times I will hear, well, the employees support this change. Uh, you know, or I don't see a lot of resistance. You never want to overestimate that. A lot of times it's not uh, directly communicated by employees. It's passive resistance where they don't want to go along with it. And it helps to have a strategy for resistance management to expect it. And as I always use the, the analogy, if you get married, you're really excited about that change. Or maybe you're moving to a house. You're excited about that change. But there is going to be a time in that process where it's not going smoothly as in a home buying or marriage process planning a wedding goes and then at that point you are going to be resistant to the change and that's what that's what i mean uh by that a lot of times that resistance to change may not be prevalent right away failing to communicate messages about the need for the change a poorly articulated business case may not inspire movement i think that's an excellent point from that research there has to be a continual reinforcement of why we're doing this, why we're going through this pain, why it's important that has to has to shine through in a communication, as well as the risks of not changing. Why what happens if we don't do this? It could be, you know, protect, you know, investing in the future of our company, making sure we stay ahead of competition. Over delegating the sponsorship role and responsibilities, another common pitfall. Um, you know, a part of the thing you can do with ProSci tools, you know, is, is to assess the strength of your sponsor, or your sponsor coalition. Do they have the skills? And, you know, a lot of times this happens with executives. They, they want to delegate, they want to do other stuff. And there are certain things that you cannot delegate. Uh, to a change manager or to somebody that has to be done by the senior sponsor. And this is this, this is a challenge that comes up. And this is something I would encourage you as a change manager to set the tone with the sponsor and say, you know, that it, even though you might think someone on your our team or someone like myself has the skill to do this, it's not just skill, it's will. And the employees will not have the will, no matter how skilled you are as a communicator, uh, you know, you, they won't have the will to do something if it's not coming from the leader, the, from the top. Uh, and not demonstrating support for projects in words and actions. As much as you can say how important this change is, if they, the senior sponsor doesn't walk the talk, 
uh, walk to walk, then employees won't follow. A lot of uh, change is echoed in leadership behaviors. And, you know, there definitely has to be coaching around the way leaders act. They, they have to be a role model for the change in the way that they act and, and work in the organization and, and model the behavior that you want. Uh, so that's my uh, that's my uh, infographic for today and uh, tips for for guiding effective change sponsorship for the life of a project. And in future episodes, I'll, I will talk about the change impact process, talk more about effective communication strategies and more about uh, leading change from an organizational perspective, from a, a change sponsorship perspective, as well as a change manager perspective and how to design programs to do that effectively. And I thank you for tuning in to our first episode of Change Hero and look forward to sharing more best practices moving forward.